The following chapter of Let's Get Deeper was released on the Great Mates podcast on January 14th, 2019. Hello and welcome to the summer season of Great Mates Podcast. If you are listening to us for the first time, uh, we are usually just a bunch of young Australians, usually talking about life and pop culture into the internet. Um, sometimes we have questions we can answer. Uh, sometimes we just talk about random shit that comes up. Uh, yeah, we are, we are, we are so non-specific in, um, in the topics that we have for this podcast. Big so, mood. Big mood. <laughs> big mood. <laughs> the biggest of all moods. <laughs> Great. Um, I am Josh and, um, I've got Brandon with me. Woo! <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> um, <laughs> so for these next few episodes, um, in summer, I am going to do a bit of a one-on-one thing with each of the other great mates, aka my kids. Um, I've I've come full circle and accepted the fact that I am their father. That that that's fun. Um, and yeah, we're we're probably gonna. S- I mean, you know, before well, while I was planning to do this, um, Brandon. And I were thinking, God, this episode could potentially go for three hours. And honestly, I hope not, but, you know. Could. We talk a lot of shit. We do talk a lot. <laughs> we do talk about a lot of things. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you have not, I guess, heard the, the TLDR version of what Brandon does and who Brandon is. Brandon, can you explain to our wonderful audience a little bit about yourself? Um, sure. My name is Brandon. I am the second youngest great mate after Anastasia, I think. Yes. Um, I am from Adelaide, as is Olivia. And I study law and work retail, mostly. That's uh, a <laughs> real grand description of my life. Makes you sound very interesting. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't know. I'm super gay. Like to sing. Uh, like to take photos. It's probably it. Might be all of my defining features. <laughs> um, and uh, that's the end of the episode. Uh, I hope you guys have enjoyed. Uh- <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to cut it there. Um, <laughs> um, I guess multiple times we have reference. We are, um, Brandon and I are very scarily similar in a lot of ways. Very much so. Um... And still, you know, different 
and I think I've mentioned before, yeah, you, you are like some sort of weird alternate universe me. Um, that is basically like eighty percent similar. Um, <laughs> it's it's just incredible how how we we share some, uh, not some, a lot of the sort of interests like photography and gay media. Gay God. media. Lot, lots, lots of, lots of gay media. And also food-based media, um, as we've come to discover. Uh, <laughs> so much food-based media. So much. Incredible. Um, I started the Great British menu off of Netflix. Yes. It is a very interesting show. It's interesting. I like it. I, f- I watched the first, like, five apps, so I sort of got the format down. The first, like, basically mini-tournament. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, hmm, I've, I've sort of seen it off of Foxhell. I was like, eh, might as well, like, watch the season that's available on Netflix. It's very interesting. But, um, we're not... Oh, God, I hope we don't delve too much into other stuff. Basically, the the aim of this sort of mini-series within summer is to get to know a little bit more about each one of us. Um, and I guess, how will I start this off, Brandon? Um, why law? You know what? You get asked this a lot as a law student, or you get asked, like, what area of law you want to specialise in, mm-hmm. or you get asked, like, what sort of law are you interested in? Yeah. Um, my genuine answer to why I'm studying law in university is because I got a high enough ATAR to. <laughs> it's like oh. the pissiest reason to study something. <laughs> yeah, it it does come off as sort of this. Oh, I got I got the the high ATAR, so I got in. So yeah, the full oh. sentence of why I'm studying law is because mm. I got a high enough ATAR and I'm good at it. But that sounds <laughs> even worse. It sounds real pretentious. <laughs> like um, just oh my god. There's no like particular reason why I'm studying law. Um, mm-hmm. It basically just happened that in high school, in year 12, uh, at my school, basically, you get, like, a pick of four year 12 subjects because you have to do a research project in year 12, and I think you also have to do religion for a bit of year 12. Mm -hmm. Um, And with all of my previous studying and how that ended up leading up to year 12, I basically had almost no choice because I already knew that I didn't want to do the sciences. (laughs) <laughs> I hated science. I dropped out of science halfway through year 10 when I could drop it. Like, oh. as soon as possible. Okay. I did compulsory science. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the opposite of a STEM boy. Um, yeah. <laughs> year 12, I did uh, the one of the highest maths subjects, uh, legal studies, art, and photography. I knew that I didn't want to study maths in university because I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> Again, not a STEM boy. Um, um, and 
I was tossing up for the longest time in year 12 between graphic design and law. Okay. Not a usual thing that people sit no, there and go, no. like, I could do graphic design or I could do could law. Could do law. Um, and I think I broke my art teacher's heart when I chose law. Oh. <laughs> God bless. Um, but I guess, long story short, I did well in law. It wasn't my best subject in mm-hmm. year 12. It wasn't my worst subject either. Uh, but I did well in it. I obviously got a good enough ATAR to do <laughs> law. I'm actually it's very proud you... of myself. I was in the top, like, six of my school for that year. Oh my god. Taking, like, none of the sciences. <laughs> and that's always unheard of, because I'm sure that you guys have something similar to the, mm-hmm. what we call the, uh, Suicide 4. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we call ours because we have, well, the Queensland system, we choose six electives, so it's suicide suicide six. six for us. Yeah. Yep. Um, which is like maths specialist, maths yep. studies, and then um, all two three. sciences. Generally, mm. in uh, essay, that's like biochem or physics. Yeah. Right? That's the suicide <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I did one of those subjects because I did the second highest maths that I could do. Okay. Um, and the rest of it, I did a social science or humanities, which is law or legal studies, and then I did two art subjects. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck you, school. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, had very... you had you not? got into law, you would have done graphic design? Yes. Although I was, like, 100% sure I was going to get into law. Dead set on... Hmm. Like, 100%. Like, (laughs) you know how you put in preferences when you apply for uni? Yes. I did. Everything was... Oh, my God. I had one choice. (laughs) And that choice was... Law Adelaide Uni. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, you got in, so yeah, like, I got in. bloody hell! And now you're twenty nineteen would be what third year for you? Second year? No, twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, third yeah. year. Third year. Yeah. yeah. And you're going on exchange for six months, which yes. means fuck yeah, fun times. Fuck uh, yeah, I'm going on exchange for six months. <laughs> big yes. To, big big mood. Big happy Big mood. mood. Um, anything you want to get out of exchange, as it were? Um, what I tell people when they ask me about my exchange, or mm. what I like to say, is that I got so sick of my routine in Adelaide mm-hmm. that one day I just applied for exchange. You, oh, for shits and kicks, you just did it. I didn't consult my parents. I didn't tell anyone <laughs> I was doing it. Mm. I just... Got sick of my routine. This is like, I don't think I've, I haven't told many people this part of it, but, mm-hmm. um, TLDR, one of my boyfriends at the time, well, my boyfriend at the time, sorry. Um, it's a very long story, but he died twice and we broke up. Um, <laughs> don't ask any questions. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> 
Adelaide's a very small place. Um, mm-hmm. and a lot of places around Adelaide reminded me of him. And uh... I was working, uh, between work and university, I was in the city, so the CBD, seven days a week. Yeah. Um, which is, by the way, like a one hour train journey for me. Almost. Yeah. It's like once I count in the walking time to get to either place and then the okay, walking so time to get to the station, yep. it's about an hour transit mm-hmm. one way. Mm-hmm. So I'd be doing two hours every day, like literally every day, seven days a week sort of thing, mm. to and from the city. And I would spend like no time at home. I'd have barely any home cooked meals. I would always be eating out. It was horrible. Oh, isn't life so hard? <laughs> <laughs> But I got so fucking shit of it. Uh, sick of it. I got so mm. fucking sick of work and uni and doing fucking nothing with my life that I was like, fuck that, getting out of here. Mm. And I applied for exchange. And then after I applied for exchange, I told my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Like a bit after, not even like when I applied for it. It was like a month a good or month. S- yeah. Oh my god. So I was like, "Hey, I applied for exchange like a couple of months ago." Well, yeah, and and I mean, I guess you didn't know the result. No, I didn't. Then so I was like, I don't know if I'm going. And then, hey, presto, here you yep. are. <laughs> and there I am. So I'm so keen. You have no idea. I'm very excited to get out of Adelaide. <laughs> um, but also just because I'm going to the UK, I'm going to England, mm. um, just so much sightseeing, hopefully that I'll be doing like on my way to the university for my first trip down, I'll hopefully be passing through Oxford and Ooh. hopefully around that time, cause it'll be January. Yes. It will I'm be like, nice and fingers cold. crossed it's snowy. <laughs> 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 like pray to God, snow for me. Because snow in snow in the southeast. If I can uh get some snow and explore Oxford, that is like gold. Like dream come true, fairy tale dream come true. Literally though, like yes. so good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I mean like we sorta of, we sorta of touched on this um in the regular season is that travelling like in Europe is cheap. Yes. And a lot cheaper than you would expect, actually. Yeah, it is It is ridiculously cheap. Um, so, like, you planning on visiting mainland Europe while you, while you can? Hopefully. Um, I, um, for, well, I didn't apply for my visa. <laughs> oh my god, why? Because... Because I'm, I'm an Australian national, so, yes, so technically I, mean, I don't need okay. pre-clearance to go to the UK. I can yes. apply for student status when I get there at the airport. Yes. Um, it is, like, single entry exit, so I have to apply every time I go. <laughs> yeah. Like, leave the country. Yeah. So I'm unsure about what my circumstances are going to be. Maybe I'll just, like, plan, like, a big-ass <laughs> trip in... The month when you, that when I have leave? free in April. I have all of April free. Oh, lucky bastard. Yeah. Maybe I'll, like, plan a big-ass trip, just do all of Europe in one go. Oh, my God. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be so expensive. 
Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, travel and stuff, but... By all of Europe, I mean, obviously not all of Europe. <laughs> obviously. I mean, like, France, Spain, Portugal, maybe... Ger- Ooh, do- seeing as, yeah, Germany, totally. Yeah, I've also it's- got... Oh, I have to go to Amsterdam at some point. Ah. For a... Thing? Festival. <laughs> ah, I see. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, the whole Western Europe, it's fine. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. No big deal. Very chill. Uh-huh. Very, yeah. very chill. <laughs> very. <laughs> Super chill. You know, no biggie. Well, oh, yeah. Like, no, no biggie whatsoever. It's, it's fine. It's whatever. Uh, if, if you ever, like, have... Well, we'll see what happens when we premiere season three and logistics of getting you on, on here. <laughs> Good um, luck. Yeah, yeah. I I don't expect um, <laughs> you to you to actually be on here at the start of season three, um, but also your mic quality will be reduced greatly. Yeah, like fuck that. <sighs> no point. No point having me if I'm. No point having you without. Shit. Yeah, we've had it for so good for so long now. Um, there is literally no point. Uh. Anywhere else you're going to plan on traveling to next year? Um, Seeing as you're doing already a shit ton. You know, outside of that, like, six months, not particularly. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, you know, you've already dropped a lot of money. Like, I'll be poor as fuck. Yep. Would I do that? So. Mm -hmm. Probably not. Probably not. <sighs> Dear. <Yeah. laughs> it's chill. It's fine. Love life. Oh, yeah. Love life. Love life I'm, so I'm much. genuinely, like, hoping to get taxed during all of my pays before Christmas. So mm-hmm. that I have at least some money when I come <laughs> when back. When you come back. <laughs> True. Because otherwise I do expect to just be poor as fuck. Oh, God. Let's let's hope not. Let's hope not. Um, yeah. Um, hmm. Now to cause, yeah, I'm gonna break the fourth wall very slightly. We I I bullshitted a bunch of questions and just sent them straight to Brandon. Um, and now I have to figure out how to fucking weave. Why would you tell them that? They're not allowed to know that we're prepared. Prepared? What? What? What is this? What we, is are, we are two thousand percent improv. Bless you, um, God. I'm good. I'm not dead. It's fine. It's a, it's a side effect of retail. Um, Brandon Ask is me. Brandon is perpetually sick. Um, Do you know how much money I have to touch? That is so many germs. Oh, <sighs> oh dear. Is, is this what is this why we're we're moving towards a cashless uh, society? Fucking better hope so. <laughs> oh dear. Um. Hmm. Now, uh, what's the next question? What drives you, Brendan? What 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 keeps you going? What like, drives me? Yes. 
With what? Like, um, you know, um, to do shit, like, fucking go on exchange and... Nothing realistic. Out of the blue. Like, I'm a very lazy person. I don't know how much anyone knows this about me, but I am, like, <laughs> probably the most lazy person you will ever meet in your life. And if there is no incentive or no, like, pressure on me to do something, I just won't. Ah. So, like, I work, and that's fine, and that would, like, most people would be like, oh, you have the, like, drive to find a job, keep a job, and work. But the only reason I work is because I need money. Money. (laughs) Right? And I go to uni, and that's fine, but that was sort of expected. And the Mm -hmm. only reason I keep going at uni, because I'm in uni. (laughs) And you have have an eventual debt to pay. (laughs) Like, you know, like, I knew that... Once I enrolled into a degree, I'm yeah. going to sit that degree out. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't give yep. a shit if I hate it. <laughs> I will... I will live through that degree. That degree is going to carry me. <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's the, that's the only reason I do things. Like, my drive is that I have done, unless there is some <laughs> sort of accountability on myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Fair enough. Because, yeah. like, I don't catch up with people unless they ask, and then we schedule, and then they're expecting me to be there. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, like, is... I'll ask someone, mm-hmm. but only yeah. because I know that once we set a date, I have to be there. Uh-huh. So it's sort of a... Okay. Okay. You're kind of driven by the fact that you need to commit to something yeah to be fair that's not that's not a bad thing um i guess it's it's not it's something that i didn't quite expect i'm not like a very personally motivated person Uh uh-huh which probably surprises a lot of people that do know me uh-huh. Because, Why is that? like... Well, probably because I'm really good at what I do. <laughs> that sounds so douchey. But, like, during school, like, I was the straight A student, like, mm-hmm. through all the way through up until at least year 10, I had an average of an A+, plus in my grades. Then, like, obviously my high ATA. And then, like, continuing into uni, I have a pretty decent GPA for an undergrad law... Um, and like, I, it seems like I'm on top of everything or it seems like at least everything gets done. Mm-hmm. And then like, my friends always see me at uni because I genuinely cannot study if I'm at home. Yeah. I can barely study if I'm at uni either, let's be real. But <laughs> barely studying is better than not studying. Mm-hmm. So I go to uni because then I can't just sit there watching YouTube videos because the people in the law building will think I'm weird. <laughs> You know? <laughs> Big problem, okay? <laughs> I'm not joking. I mean, yeah, it is It is the law building after all. And, you know, law students and, like, have... I, I dress well because I <laughs> hang out with people that dress well. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't lower your own standards. God. Like... Ever since I stopped working at Cotton and then General mm-hmm. Pants, and I started mm-hmm. working at Bonds, where mm-hmm. all I'm allowed to wear is Bonds clothes and or black jeans. 
That's all oh. I've been wearing. Like, oh I my haven't God. worn blue jeans in so long. <laughs> and, like, I used to put a lot of effort into what I wore and how I looked. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Uh, oh. But, like, you know? Or I'll, yeah. I'll dress up for special events, like birthdays and Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. That's because it's sort of expected. Yeah. Fair enough. But apart from that... Pretty much. <laughs> Actually, I dressed up today to drop my sister after kindy. That's because I can't look fucking homeless to the crowded <laughs> parents. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you can. No, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Like, the okay, no, the, bell curve, the bell curve of, no, like, I fashion can't. sense. Nope. In not, literally not to... allowed. What if there is a hot deal for there? <laughs> 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 but, you know, the, the, the correlation between fashion sense and income uh, is like a bell curve. gay, single deal. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, casually dropping off their children at kindy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for understanding. Oh my god, the the, the first impression thing, obviously. Oh, great, great. Yeah, so that's look cute. It's fine. <laughs> oh dear. Like, is that? I don't know. Is it? Is it weird that I like? That's what my drive is like. Uh, like. Like I said, it's like, it's, I guess it was unexpected, but, um, yeah, I can, I can, you know, it, it's, it is a way to motivate yourself, um, because you do have a goal at the end of it and you're going to work your ass off hell or high water to get to that goal. So, you know, that is, that is. A form of motivation. But um, it's like not. It's not like I try hard. It's weird. I don't understand it. Is it? I don't try hard at uni. It's strange. I don't. <laughs> but you, you. But yet you excel. I know. I don't know what's and, happening. And that, I, and I don't that frightens you. Life won't teach me a lesson. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're you're cruising through life. Is that is that what it is? Yes. And you're and you're afraid that when shit will hit the fan that you won't know what to do? Uh, no, I know what to do when shit hits the fan. That's uh-huh. I'm just like, what happens when, like, things get difficult? <laughs> or, like, I have to put effort in to do things, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I guess... Uh... Having, having at least like a support network is gonna help. Uh, what is a support network? Oh my goodness! <laughs> don't don't you have friends? Don't you have friends that you can? What are these friends? <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> don't tell me you don't have friends. Uh, you called them out, like, ages ago. What, like, F-R-I-E-N-D-F? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you spell friends. Mm-hmm. 
F R I E N D S. Yes. Get that shit inside your head. <laughs> Get it like the song. Oh, I'm so lame. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <sighs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Very normal. <laughs> Who, you? Me. So yeah. <laughs> you just happen to be really good at what you do and that is the envy of a lot of people myself included um yeah it just happens I can't help it (laughs) (laughs) it really does sound douchey at times I know (laughs) it's horrible <laughs> Life is so difficult. What? Life is so hard. <sighs> oh dear. Maybe it will get easier. I hope it gets easier. And hope what gets easier? Like, just, just. Your your ability to I guess adapt to adapt to when shit gets difficult. So fingers crossed. Hey, uh, you know it could happen when you're in the UK. Look, you all know. I'm hoping is that people like me enough that this was this would do me good. You know, I mean, hope I'm charismatic enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 sure they'll be like this Asian kid doesn't sound Asian, um, like the other Asians. Big in this mate. university. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, okay, so apart from getting liked and enjoying exchange and being in Europe for the first six months of 2019, <laughs> any other goals you you going to set yourself? I think... Always in, like, the New Year's resolution type of thought. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I even said this last year, and I didn't do it. So, again, that there's that drive for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect example. I really want to take more photos. And I'm hoping that being on exchange actually motivates me to I would hope so, too. Photos, because I'm hoping that I'll see a lot of pretty things. It's Europe. Like, all of, all of Europe is like, so photogenic. Um, you are bringing your camera, yeah? Yes. Of Good. course. Good. I want to buy a new lens for it, but I don't, like, I want to do it. Do I want to do it beforehand? Do I want to do it while I'm, I don't know. Actually, you could probably get it there. It could be cheaper. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not stopping in London on my way to Exeter. So, like... Oh, you're going straight to... Th- uh, I'm, doing, yeah. I'm going from Heathrow to Oxford to Exeter. Exeter. Yeah. 
maybe the first free weekend that you're able to go to go out to London. Maybe actually, I think I'm supposed to be. <laughs> I think I may or may not have planned to go drinking with a bunch of gay guys at the end of January. Oh my god! Of course, you have. <laughs> Oh dear. Speaking of speaking of speaking of, of what um, like January or No. <laughs> oh dear. I'm trying to at least make this episode cohesive, so bear with me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so speaking of Speaking of <laughs> Yep. Gotcha. Keep going. Yep. No, I'm following you. Yep. You're following? You're following Speaking me? of, yep. Speaking of. Yep. Um. Wait, slow down. I'm taking notes. Oh, fucking Christ. Speaking. Oh, my God. Yeah. Speaking of. Of. Oh, my God. Yep. Keep going. Um, what has your experience been being Asian, Australian, and gay? Uh, I love this question because <laughs> there are two ways that you can like interpret. Well, I guess there are two ways that you can t- look at it, or mm-hmm. two sort of lenses that you view it through. We're in. It's like, what is it like being gay as an Asian Australian, mm-hmm. or what is it like being Asian Australian as a gay guy? Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, even though they're the same question. Yes. They talk about the same things, basically. Mm-hmm. The slight wording difference changes what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because the former is sort of talking about, like, being gay uh, and probably, like, your family and the surrounding as an mm-hmm. Asian-Australian. Yeah. Um, and the latter is talking about, like, being Asian in a westernized society in the gay community. Yeah. To speak to the former, to speak to the first one, uh, well, I don't know why I got all fancy. <laughs> you got real law-esque. I can't help it, okay? Just I know. Words. Just normal I know. words. I know. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Yeah, talking about the first one, mm. um, Genuinely hasn't affected it. Um, mm-hmm. I came out to my parents when I was, this is probably really young. It would have been in year eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what's that? 12 or 13? 12 or 13. I was probably 12. Mm. Um, and there's actually this big thing where my mum told my aunties, but told them not to tell anyone. And then one of my aunties told her son, who then oh God. told my grandparents. Oh, God. Right? So, yes. I'm pretty yes. sure the whole family knows I'm gay. I've technically not come out to the rest of them personally. Uh. And anyways, it started this, like, massive feud between my mum and my auntie, and, like, we didn't uh-huh. see them for two years. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine now, I think. <laughs> Probably. So, mm. I guess technically that's a thing that happened. Um, <laughs> but it hasn't really affected me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, my mum, as it is, is pretty westernized anyways. 
and I live with my Australian stepdad. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Yeah. I came up to my aunties and uncles on my, like, biological father's side when I was 17. Okay. So and before you were in year 12? Or in year 12 already? In year 12. I was mm. 17 in year 12. Mm. I turned 17 in year 12. Okay. <laughs> um, and that was totally fine. They're all good with it. Um, so I think I'm, I'm fairly lucky in that a lot of my family has values that aren't necessarily super traditional. Yeah. Um, like we'll do some traditional things when we're with the whole family. Yeah. But as a whole, like, I don't even, I don't remember the last time I celebrated Chinese New Year. With the family? Because mm. I'm always working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, man, I, I miss getting red envelopes. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. These just oh. give you money. Yes, they did. What the fuck? Yes, uh, yes. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Could really just use some uh, red envelopes right now. It's right fine. now. It's fine. <laughs> oh, the funny thing. My grandparents used to just give us red envelopes for Christmas. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's very smart. endearing. It's very it, them. It is. It also, would be. I think I'm skipping Christmas with them this year. Oh, so that's fun. Um, but on the other flip side, yes, I was talking about the other side of the question. Yeah, I don't know. I. It's a very interesting question because. I don't know what is, like, my experience as being an Asian in the gay community, Mm -hmm. or am I just, like, in general not an attractive person? (laughs) Like, because... There's this whole thing, and it's all, like, a preference is a preference, and, like, I do understand that. Yeah. Because I have my preferences, too. And I can't help it. So, obviously, they can't help it. But it still sort of sucks. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So, like, I personally, I'm fine. I haven't had, like, too much of a hassle finding people to sleep with. Or hook up with. Or really date, either. Mm -hmm. Like, all of that's fine. Yeah. But I guess, like, I joined... I'm pretty sure I talked about this on the podcast a while ago. I'm pretty sure you did. a gay Discord server. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've mentioned it. (laughs) And it's sort of interesting because nothing is overtly said about anything. So everything's sort of implied. But, like, you see who is more popular and, like, the type of stuff that they post and Mm -hmm. all of that sort of stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. And even, like, oh, this is the worst thing to say, but, like, people who I find genuinely unattractive or, like, very average as a white guy... (laughs) Like, it's a sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Where, like, an average white guy is hot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know, but, like, <laughs> I feel really weird saying that because I don't know what is, like, 
my experience just like as me versus anything to even do with the fact that I'm Asian. Maybe I'm mm-hmm. just a fucktard. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like, maybe I'm doing really well and I just don't know because I don't compare with anyone and it's weird. Ah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story short, <laughs> my answer to the first half is not really much, except for that feud, which didn't really affect me because I didn't care. I didn't see the family anyways because I was very busy. Yeah. Um, my answer to the second part is I don't know. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> so, and, oh my goodness. And it, and you, and does it really just stem from the, f- Lack of comparing with other people? I don't know. It's like, because... Or is it the fact that you don't really care about it? Well, it's the fact that I don't really care. It's also, like, I'm obviously Asian Australian, and I identify as Asian Australian. Yeah. But, like, how strongly connected do I feel to the label Australia- Asian Australian? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The answer is very little, minus, like, my actual ethnicity. <laughs> this is where... Oh, man. I did... I don't know if I've talked about this either, but I did um, a research essay in a class oh, which is called uh, Aliens, Citizens, and Migration. I, okay. I think... Okay. If we didn't talk about it... Well, I've talked about it I'm to you, sure definitely. I've talked about it on the podcast, I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know. Who knows? I can't remember. But oh, well. my whole essay was mm. about what I called, for a lot of my placeholder, um, hybrid migrant identifiers. Uh-huh. I changed it to diasporas because they're that actual <laughs> word for what I was sort of thinking about. Yeah. But it was very much an essay for me to explore the idea of Asian Australianness. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the a lot of the actual course, like listening to the lectures and doing any readings that I happened to do, which was very little. <laughs> um a lot of it was like me thinking about Asian Australianness and like mm-hmm. what it means and how connected I feel to it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because We've talked about this before. Subtle mm-hmm. Asian traits is a thing. Yes. <laughs> the Facebook group. Yes. And predominantly, it's Asian Australian, Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Right? It's not yep. like Asians from Asian countries. It's yep. Asians yep. in a Western country. That's mm-hmm. like the premise of the group, almost. Yeah. But you're... And I've talked about this as well. Yes. That you would be surprised by, or some might be surprised by the actual little amount of posts that I can relate to. (laughs) So few. Like, well, because I think, because my mother is very westernized anyways, Mm -hmm. I think there wasn't much culture to pass down onto me. Okay. So it's sort of a disconnect anyway. Yeah. It's a yeah. disconnect anyway. I can't speak Vietnamese. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck me up. <laughs> Would have been helpful to learn. 
mum. Uh, so you can get all these subtle Asian Drake memes. Or, you know, just to go to Vietnam or, oh, yeah, true, you know, that too. knowing yeah. a second language and being bilingual. Yeah. You know, yeah. great skills to have in life. But yes. You know what? But- I'm over it. I've had 19 years to get over it. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't, I don't do any of that stuff. I, mm-hmm. I went to, I did go to a primary school that was like 97% Asian, but then oh. I went to a high school that was probably two percent Asian. Yeah. And all of my friends throughout high school were white. Mm-hmm. And going into uni, most of my friends are white. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, it's just the culture that I'm around. It's like, I don't particularly relate any more to the Asian students in my year. Right? Yeah. I somehow at my previous workplace caught it on, ended up making friends with all the Asians. And we do <laughs> talk about like our upbringing and me and one of my best friends, Tom, we talk about just all of that sort of stuff. But it's, I don't know about Tom actually. Tom might be a bit more traditional than I am with the Asian-ness. But uh-huh. like we both share the fact that we're basically white people. <laughs> who were raised by Asians, right? We have, like, a very minuscule idea about things. Yeah. You should have seen us trying to buy stuff for Hot Pot. <laughs> oh, my God. That that would have been fun to have. Like, seen. we know everything that goes in Hot Pot. We can yes. find all the stuff that's very easily identifiable. identifiable. Yeah. yeah. Tom and I were like, wow, we need something to fl- favour the broth. Broth, yeah. <laughs> and then you look at, like, all of the sort of, like, obviously the pre-packed stuff. Yes. We can't read that. Oh my we have god. no idea what it says. Oh my god. <laughs> We're sitting there like, what the fuck is this? Like, what do we get? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, we do the things and... You do the Asian things, but... Only to an extent. Like, yeah. I go to Yamcha. I love Yamcha. Mm-hmm. I'll go mm-hmm. to that. I'll eat a lot of Asian food. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. There's sort of, this sort of, uh, a disconnect is a really good word to use, I guess, between yeah. me and the particular community that the identity, which does rightfully belong to me, yeah, encompasses. Yeah. And I guess, do you, would you want to sort of, reconnect with it it's weird to say either way right because Mm -hmm. to say i mean i can't truthfully say yes yeah like i can't a hundred percent be there like then i really wish i was more connected to this asian culture because i'm actually fairly happy with my life as it is yeah and i feel like a lot of the things wouldn't be in place if I was more connected to it, or uh-huh. things would be different, and I don't know how that would change my life. Yeah. But it's it's weird to say no at the same time, because, uh-huh. like, a little part of me, I guess, does. Because it, it would be nice, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's just a thing. It would be nice to. Mm. But I guess what I feel like is that at this point, it's too late to properly feel connected to it. 
And while I can do all the things and I can superficially, like, experience it all. Yeah. I've, like, most of my formative years are gone. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I'm no longer the impressionable young lad that I was (laughs) seven years ago. And I do understand that people change, but I feel Mm -hmm. like so much of the foundation of what makes me, me, has been laid, Mm -hmm. that, I mean, it's not going to change who I am. Yeah. But, yeah, and that's fair. I mean, like, I know a lot of people, and, and to some extent myself included, that sort of feel the same way about trying to weigh up whether or not you actually want to reconnect with it because there is a lot of baggage that comes with um, trying to, you know, incorporate this other part of yourself that hasn't really been with you for for a long time and getting all those... Especially but even, weird- like, it's weird to call it another part of yourself. Mm. Don't you think? Because it because it doesn't. It's, it's not a part of me. <laughs> mm, mm. Like at this point, it's it would be an outside force. Yeah. Basically. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Also, I didn't think that Crazy Rich Asians was that good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like... I guess, to phrase my my opinion properly, I don't think it was as good as it was hyped up to be. Mm -hmm. Either Mm -hmm. in the lead-up to the movie releasing, but also everyone's reaction (laughs) afterwards. Yeah. And I mean, like, that's fair. Like, I had this discussion with... Um, a friend of mine, (laughs) like the other day, like we were talking about, um, you know, is, is Crazy Rich Asians objectively a good film? I don't think it, I mean, it's an enjoyable film. It's It's like a very alright film. But it's not memorable. Um, It's definitely not memorable. And I'm still not sure, like, it's very great. It's like, I... I support the representation of Asians in the media. Yes. I feel like... (laughs) (laughs) I I do also support, like, Asian stories being told. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm waiting for, hopefully, when we do get proper... Asian representation in the media. Yeah. Where it doesn't have to be a necessarily Asian story being told. Mm-hmm. You know, because Crazy Rich Asians, God bless it, it's an a- it's like a film about Asians. You know? Yes. Like it's a it's a romantic comedy where the premise is that they are Asians yeah. that are filthy rich. Mm-hmm. Or Crazy Rich. 
And, I don't know, I, it's cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am going to hold out until we get this bomb-ass Asian cast movie yeah. where the plot's not revolve around them being Asian. Mm-hmm. Because it'll happen, and I'm very yeah. excited for it. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of, that's sort of the opinion that I've come to hold is like, it's it's a good film in the sense of the whole representation thing. Yeah. Um, but I also understand that there's a lot of satire that has gone through that, like yeah. the book that it's based off of and the film as well. So it's like, you, you kind of can't put it up too high, nor can you shit on it. You just have to sort of hold it in the middle somewhere until you've got a good enough comparison to hold it against to, and then you can decide whether or not it is you know, the best yeah. film or hot romantic trash. Um, yeah. Pretty yeah. sure it's hot romantic trash, but that's fine. I, I'm also, <laughs> like, pretty sure it's hot romantic trash. Um, but, you know, you know, it, it, it's it's a pretty decent film um, for what it's worth. And it got fucking, it got Henry Golding, like, fucking... Basically everywhere. Um, right? God yeah. bless his soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, we've stumbled onto, we've stumbled onto media real quick. Um, That's how it always with up, is with I mean, us. yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's just like I promised that yours and Nick's episode will be full of uh, stab boys. Nah, it, pro- uh, it probably won't, it won't be. It probably won't be. <laughs> Um, I I know stem. for a fact that the tangent there will not be stem, um. But yeah, uh, hmm. there there's one last question on here on this list that I gave you, and I hmm. don't know if we've actually answered it properly. I don't think so. I don't think so. So yeah, might as well so. ask it. If there is something that you would say to your younger self, what would it be and why? So this is something that I wish that I could tell myself now and I would listen to. Mm-hmm. But we all know that's not how life works. No. And, it's and not. we know that you don't listen to the podcast. That too. Yes. Like, I've already told you guys that my motivation is very little. Yes. So, me thinking this myself is not going to change fucking anything. Uh Uh-huh. But, if I could make myself listen to myself... Yep. If I could make past me listen to current me and actually take what I'm saying... Yeah. ...into consideration and change my life... Yeah. I would tell myself to look after myself better. Look after yourself how? Well, it's actually very all-encompassing because, Mm -hmm. what, a year ago, November 2017, Mm I just finished my first year of uni. Uh, I am in summer break working... At Cotton On, 
probably ridiculous hours. Mm-hmm. I am entering into a relationship with boyfriend who got me to sign up for exchange. <laughs> um, and I think in general, A, physically take better care of myself. I think, uh, on a really weirdly personal note that no one really needs to know, but this is true. <laughs> my hygiene and my skincare could be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, so could probably my fashion. Sort of like <laughs> feeling that one. I wish my fashion was a lot better. I didn't spend so much money on fucking cheap ass cotton on clothes. Oh my God. But, you know. Um, but also mentally mm-hmm. take better care of myself. I let myself get so burnt out in second semester last year from shifts that Cotton On were picking up quite a lot. I actually, around halfway through last year is when my working seven, like going to the city seven days a week started. Mm -hmm. And that continued all the way through to like March this year at the least. So, I let myself get so burnt out, I remember none of last summer, because I didn't do anything. Yeah. I, like... I sort of let myself fall into the relationship that I probably shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. I probably could have done with a bit more self-worth back then. So, I think to encompass it all, take a, take better care of yourself physically. Wish I had started going to the gym a year ago, because I <laughs> probably would look a lot better now. <laughs> um, and mentally as well, because mm-hmm. burnout is not fun. <laughs> oh, no. I, no. uh... Very long period where I did not know what I was doing with my life. <laughs> Still don't really know what I'm doing with my life, but at least I'm not burnt <laughs> out now. Fair. That's fair. So I'm happy not knowing what I'm doing with my life. <laughs> uh, oh, dear. But yeah, that's mm. that's what I would say to a year ago me. Fair enough. Also, I would say congrats, Brandon. You're always going to, you're going to hit 50 guys. Oh my god! <laughs> Big master. Is is that a is that a is that a thing that hmm? you're proud of? It's a thing that, that I keep right track way? of. I mean, yeah, that's fair enough. You do keep track of them, so. Hmm. Although, I haven't logged a couple in a while. Oh, have to add a few Where's more. My pen. <laughs> I don't know where my pen went. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Did you have it? Didn't you have it? Weren't you going to... You were writing down the fucking... A different pen. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need a different pen for this. Well, I oh, fair enough. my list in one type of pen, or I'm just going to change pens halfway through. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, dear. I guess while Brandon's writing names down, um, 
I guess... I guess there is another question. Why the fuck did you say yes to doing this, then? I said yes to doing this because before you asked me about doing a podcast, I was thinking about starting a podcast. Ah. It was very much a... When you asked me, it was in my mind. I was talking to friends about doing it. Yeah. We obviously never ended up doing it. Um, (laughs) Otherwise, I'd be talking about that all the fucking time. Yes. But it was so in my mind at that moment. It was something that I knew that... Well, I'd been thinking about it for probably half a year now. Well, at Mm -hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And it was something that I really wanted to try. Uh-huh. So, when you sent the message, I don't yeah. know who was the first one to say yes. But I can't remember either. I was so keen. <laughs> <laughs> A lot has changed. No. A lot, I mean, you know. <laughs> we are, we are... What, uh, July's, July was one year, and we're recording this. How did we get fucking sucked into doing night recordings all the time? Fuck. Oh my God. Uh, you, you know what happened? <laughs> Uni. You know what happened? Uni. Fuck me up. I know. Um, um, but- so it's been like f- almost 18 months of podcasting, and I think when, when I brought up the idea, it was in May? 2017-ish. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and and now look where we are. Um, but, yeah. Okay. That Speaking of. Yes. Um, do you know the YouTube channel Yes Theory? No, but go on. Well, there's this YouTube channel. Mm. Um, they are sort of founded on this motto, which is called Seek Discomfort. Ah. Their, well, basically their idea is that you should try to say yes to as many things that will put you out of your comfort zone as possible. Hmm. They it's say, sort of, we believe sort of that like life can mm. be as authentic and fulfilling as you wish if you mm-hmm. seek discomfort. Mm-hmm. It started with a group of new roommates. <laughs> okay. Who decided to start a YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, it's fucking insane. <laughs> how much they've grown since. Mm-hmm. Like, God bless, very proud of them. Yes. Even though I don't really have, like, a right to be proud of them, but very proud of them. <laughs> um, But ever since I started watching their videos... Yeah. It was sort of like, yeah, I do want to say yes to more things, or yeah, I do want to seek discomfort in the things that I'm doing. They're at 3 billion subscribers. Um, oh my God. I I have started saying, like, yes to a bunch more things because mm-hmm. of it, almost. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
it's the best motto to live by, and it's genuinely very fun, at least to a lot of cool memories. Mm-hmm. But, yes, as... Oh, you might know them as the people who faked the Justin Bieber photo. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I see. They were the guys that staged that photo. Ah, okay. Huh. Interesting. I don't particularly know why they did... I don't remember why they did that, but... Either way. Either oh, way. Okay, okay. So that's who they are. Hmm. And I guess... Yeah. To... to not a... Not a terribly great extent, but yeah, I, I do agree with the fact that... You do get to, you know live more authentically the fact that you you do say yes to things that you can you are you know uncomfortable with and you get it's it's a lot of self-discovery and like knowing i guess being more aware of your own limits and um but you also get the satisfaction of you know things turn out right and in a way that is kind of what this podcast started out as and still is it's yeah because yeah, you know we've grown individually and like together over the course of the last 18 months so yeah hmm we we talk about stuff and like particularly last like the whole thing about season one was like throughout season one we were recording it was there was a lot of shit going down in Ospol and um the postal survey that was super fun yeah that was a thing um that was draining but you know we we got to talk about it and (sighs) yeah hmm I guess there's there's one thing that I've noticed, like, the, and I'm not sure if it's just you being, having a sort of commitment to making the pod, um, you know, you, you always bring, like, a level of enthusiasm that somehow I cannot ever you have attain. You have to. This is this is working in retail, but I work <laughs> at retail way more. <laughs> True. It's a thing. It exists. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The, the unwavering enthusiasm. Yes. Um, and I guess it, it's never faltered. Ever. God. Um, nah. It's called a retail voice for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, I guess I guess that's the thing that I've sort of seen over the last year and a half is just how much enthusiasm you bring to every episode that you either host, like drive or, you know, are on. It's just like holy shit. Gotta make this bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um but yeah, it, like, as, as we've already sort of touched on, um, 
if you go back, dear listener, to any episode that um, Brandon is on, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. And I guess in particular, the episodes that Brandon and I do together, because the it, it's very strong. Our dynamic is 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 unique. Um, I think I can legitimate. Yeah, it it is legitimate. Like the fact that the fact that we have a lot of stuff, similar stuff to talk about. It just every episode I've done, and that's why he's my favorite child. We are very uh, conversational when we do episodes. We are <laughs> like if it's just okay. If it's just us two, we. I mean, obviously, because it's only two people, you do have to keep the conversation going. Oh yeah, um, but if it's three of us and if the third person isn't Bin we will talk for a while Um, not not to shit on Bin but you know he he is a person that likes to wrestle things out of my hand and (laughs) fucking shove it down into hell and whatnot so yeah whenever whenever it's like um there's a third person on the pod um but yeah brendan and i get to get to talk a lot and it's so weird um that we do that yeah i mean i would i would put it down to the fact that we are very close like interest wise we are very close interest wise Mm, mm, mm. and we'll we'll touch on that more i guess um, because obviously Brandon is going to be the one doing this to me. In, in, clearly. 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 At the end of this mini-series. Um, there, there will be no one else that could possibly do this. Um, but, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess... I don't know if there's any other... Hmm... Okay, uh, there, there's, there's one last question before, before we, um, wrap up. Is there anything about what we've, what we've, I guess, discussed today that, you know, you've sort of just realized or just noticed? Um, about yourself? I would say this is like a weird yes and no sort of question. Mm hmm. I already knew what drives me. Yeah. Even though I've never particularly put it into words before, I've never told anyone, but Mm -hmm. I've always known that one. I obviously knew why I chose to do law. I've said it probably (laughs) multiple times by now that I only do law because of my ATAR. Yeah. Um, I already knew, like, why I was going on exchange. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I needed the push to do it. Um, I never really think of myself being Asian Australian. So it's not that... It's not particularly the idea that, like, I didn't know Mm -hmm. how that affected me. It's more... I never really talk about it or I, I never even I genuinely didn't think about talking about it until I took my course this semester this past yeah. semester mm-hmm. 
and I like it took a lot of verbalizing ideas that were never connected in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's <laughs> so it's not like nothing here was like a shocking revelation to me. Yeah, nothing was like out of the blue. Me realizing anything really. Yeah, um, like it was all pretty straightforward. Um, mm. But at the same time, I feel like I'm a pretty straightforward guy. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's not really. <laughs> Much complexity Fair to enough. me. Fair enough. Fair enough. <sighs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, we're going to wrap up. And um, I'll get Brandon to tell you guys where you can find him if you want to find him. Awesome. So what I'll say is that the best place to find me will always be Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, B-R-N-D-N dot L-E. Um, I don't post very often, but I post a lot more <laughs> than I do on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, which is the same handle, but remove the dot, the because dot. Twitter hates periods. Yeah. Get that trending. <laughs> <laughs> Sojournistic Twitter at it again. Oh, God. Um, hopefully, come, well... Maybe when this comes out, but yeah, more January photos. to June this year, I'm hoping there'll be a lot more photos on my Instagram. I hope so. I hope so. I hope so because I want to show everyone how much fun I'm having. Yes, please. Um, God, that'd be great if you could. <laughs> um, and uh, you can find me basically everywhere because I post basically everywhere. Um, as oh, shut up. <laughs> as a bankpinoy, a b a n g p i n o y. Um, and I'll leave the other um great socials for their own episodes. So, um, there might be a few specials that come out before this mini series. Uh, so you can listen to those as well and you can listen to um all of our old episodes on itunes uh spotify google play music tune in basically everywhere you can get a podcast now you can subscribe share this episode to your friends if you really want to um give us five stars and chuck us a review on itunes as well we love the five stars and we we really would like feedback especially when it comes to Maybe making some bonus content, possibly. Who knows? Um, especially for season three. Um, and socials for the podcast is, um, Great Mates Podcast on Instagram and on Twitter. And that's it for this first episode in the miniseries in summer. Thank you guys for listening and, uh, I'll see you guys in another episode. Bye. Bye.